0: injury updates storylines for this weekend's contest between the Washington football team and the Carolina Panthers and yes it's about more than just Cam Newton and our final predictions and projections for week 11 coming up on the Locked On Washington football team podcast
1: you are locked on Washington football team part of the Locked On podcast network your team every day
0: We're Locked on the Washington Football Team with the Locked on Washington Football Team Podcast. I'm David Harrison, Washington Football Team writer for SI.com's Fan Nation. My co-host Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Met Show on the Team 980 Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern and on the Odyssey app is off for today's episode. But we both thank you for making the Locked on Washington Football Team Podcast your first listen every day. We are free. We are available on all platforms. And we are on Twitter at Russellmania621 at DHarrison82 and at Locked. WFT Pod. Thank you again Washington fans for making the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast first listen every day on this episode. We're going to kick it off with injury report updates as we received the official injury report from both the Washington football team and the Carolina Panthers on Thursday for your Burgundy and Gold not practicing wide receiver Curtis Samuel. What else is new and tight end Ricky Seals Jones honestly does not sound like Ricky Seals Jones going to be able to go for this game. Fully expect to see John Bates starting in place of him, but Fingers crossed, right? I mean, miracles happen, I guess, supposedly, right? Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Limited participants for Washington. Sadiq Charles, Kendall Fuller, Benjamin St. Juice, Sam Cosme, Antonio Gibson, Brandon Scherf. Benjamin St. Juice being a limited participant is actually an upgrade uh, from Wednesday. And it's actually good news because as you go through the concussion protocol, they got to see you do a little bit of workout, see if the symptoms come back or get worse. If he is good to go tomorrow, then perhaps uh, he can practice again with any luck, he can be a full participant, and then if he still doesn't have concussion symptoms afterwards, he'll be able to return to the team. We'll have to see, but also upgrading Sadiq Charles and both Kendall Fuller as well were both DMPs on Wednesday, limited participants as well on Thursday. Speaking of participants fully participating in practice, wide receiver Terry McLaurin, tight end Sam Reyes, and cornerback Danny Johnson. McLaurin Reyes and Johnson or sorry McLaurin and Reyes rather were upgrades limited participants on Wednesday upgraded to full participants on Thursday. So obviously barring any setbacks, they should be good to go for the weekend. Danny Johnson full participant two days in a row with the wrist injury. So he should be good to go as well for the Carolina Panthers. We've already been talking about it, right? They were, they were a much healthier team. I mean, they've lost uh, some guys like JC horn and stuff like that on IR, but for the guys that they have on the active roster, much healthier, only four guys on the injury report. Again, today. Yesterday, they had a DNP or Wednesday, they had a DNP. Wednesday, they had a limited participant and then two guys full participant defensive end. Marquise Hayes linebacker Frankie Louvu, cornerback Rashawn Melvin, cornerback Stanley Thomas, Oliver all full participants. So Haynes, uh, the defensive lineman and Louvu, the linebacker upgraded to full participants on Thursday. So again, barring setbacks, you pretty much expect those guys to be ready to roll on Sunday when the Washington football team travels to Charlotte, North Carolina to visit the Carolina Panthers, Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers, Ron Rivera, Taylor Heineke, Josh Allen, uh, Joey Sly, members of the coaching staff, front office, all returning to Carolina to take on the Panthers. And uh, listen, if if you, if you listened to the crossover episode, if you, if you read some of my work on si.com, you know, there is a possibility guys that the Washington football team could be sitting in the eighth spot in the NFC, in the playoff race as early as, Tuesday, Monday night, Tuesday morning, uh, really depend on how you look at the end of week 11. That is a possibility. And it's not even actually that amazing of a possibility, but the first step is going to be defeating the Carolina Panthers. And that's going to be a tall task. What isn't a tall task was actually a very simple thing. Guys is for you to save up to 25 cents per gallon of gas. Every time you fill up and you can do it with a get upside app, because my listeners are making up to 25 cents back for every gallon of gas. Just by downloading the free GetUpside app at the App Store or Google Play right now and then use a promo code TOUCHDOWN and you'll get a bonus $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. So that's up to $0.50 cents cash back on your first tank of gas using the GetUpside app. Don't pay full price of the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free, use a promo code TOUCHDOWN and you get that $0.50 cents up to $0.50 cents per gallon back on your first tank of gas. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back and there's no catch When you want the cash back, it goes right back into your account. It goes to PayPal or it goes to an e-gift card for Amazon or other brands. Just download, again, that free app, the GetUpside app. Use the promo code touchdown to get that 50 cents per gallon back on your first first tank and then get up to 25 cents per gallon back on every subsequent tank just using the GetUpside app.
1: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Segment two here at the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Thank you for making this show your first listen every day. First segment, a little bit quicker, a quick rundown of injuries and expectations. Again, Ricky Seals-Jones probably not coming back for this game. Curtis Samuel probably not coming uh, in for this game. Ryan Fitzpatrick's not going to be there. So we kind of already know what we're dealing with. Benjamin St. Juiced, I would say is really the biggest question mark for this weekend. And we'll have to kind of see how his body reacts. Uh, concussion like syndromes or uh, symptoms after practicing limited practice on Thursday and then see what happens on Friday as well. So keep an eye out for that as we get ready for the Carolina Panthers guys, you guys flooded the voicemail box after the Washington football team's, uh, upset win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we love every single one of them. We listened to every single one of them, but wish we could play every single voicemail. Um, But obviously we can't possibly do that when you guys flood us as much as you did, but I will tell you, we listened to every single one greatly appreciate all the thoughts, all some of the excitement, some of the anticipation for this game. When we, when we record Tuesday into Wednesday, that's kind of when we turn the page into the next week. So if you called in, tuesday or wednesday or thursday even with a reaction to the previous week's game Uh, again we listen to it we greatly appreciate the interaction with all of you um but those aren't going to typically make the show because again we're trying to kind of turn the page to the next week that being said we do have some voicemails that i do want to get into today's episode and so let's hear from the first one
2: hey y'all it's ryan from virginia wow okay like, I'm, you know, you try not to be reactionary over one week. But literally, because every game matters in the NFL, which makes it more unique, I think, than any of the other major sports. And a win over the Super Bowl champions for a fan base like us that doesn't have a lot to be excited about? Please, guys, let's get carried away. Let's get excited. Just, But if you do, just know that the season could – still go down the drain if we drop, like, two more games, but look, the schedule is lightening up, okay, we've already faced Josh Allen, Mahomes, Brady, toughest quarterback we have left is not a top five quarterback in the league, in my opinion, it's Dak, we have Dak twice, okay, Russell Wilson is rusty, Cam Newton, all right, he's not how he used to be, he's new arm, all right? We can rattle off three wins right there, could, could rattle off three wins right there, and then we have all divisional games. The Eagles do not be fooled by the Eagles. I think we could, I think we could beat the Eagles twice without playing particularly, we can't play bad, but we don't have to play our best game to beat the Eagles. And we've already seen we don't have to play our best game to beat the Giants. So if we come out here, lights out the next three weeks guys we can make a run again and this season could turn around thanks for taking my call guys
0: all right ryan in virginia greatly appreciate the call and yeah listen i hope all of you have taken the time and honestly you can still take the time i mean carolina and washington game is until sunday so you got all the way until really kickoff on Sunday to really enjoy the win over the defending Super Bowl champions. I know their defense is banged up and all those things, and there were some self-inflicted wounds in the first half, especially. But look, a win is a win is a win. and Nobody expected the Washington State football team to win that game, uh, including Chris and I. So I mean, th- shout out to all of you guys for not calling us out on that. I don't think you can really blame us. Um, but hey, but you know that's that's kind of the way that that things go. But to Ryan's point, right? Looking at the future, uh, and, and I wrote again, I wrote an article for SI.com, basically talking about the difference between wanting a draft pick and wanting playoff effort, right? Because this team is kind of in the middle, right? Like you're really close to making a playoffs. You're really close to being like a top 10, top five picker in the 2022 NFL draft. I can tell you right now, the team is going for the the wins. Like the team has zero conversation in the building about, oh, well, should we lose for draft? But as a fan base, I understand it. But to Ryan's point, listen, this thing is is far from over. And I I have this NFL playoff predictor.com, that website that I like to use. So I thought it'd be a fun little exercise, real quick. Let's go over this. So let's let's look at Week 11 here. Uh, currently, the Washington Football Team at three and six, they're the 12th seed in the NFC, right? So that's seven teams getting in the playoffs right now. Washington's 12. You're like, that's that's way too far off, but it really isn't as far off, off as you look. And if you look through the games coming up here in Week 11, uh, I'm going to take the Bills over the Colts. I'm going to pick this live with you guys. Right? We we'll take the Bills over the Colts, Dolphins over the Jets, Titans over the Texans. Uh, I'm going to take Raiders over the Bengals for right now. That's kind of a toss-up, I think, but Raiders are at home. Steelers and Chargers, I'm going to take Chargers. Those are all AFC games. They have a little bit of impact, but really nothing as far as the NFC playoff picture uh, is, is com- compared, obviously. Pats and Falcons, by the time you're listening to this, that game's already over. I, I'm taking the Patriots to win. Hopefully, I'm correct. If I'm not, um, that this is going to be a little bit skewed. But I think the example that's going to set is still... Valid. I'm taking Bears over Ravens. And before you at me, Lamar Jackson's been sick this week, hasn't been per- participating in practice. I don't know how that's going to go for now. I'm taking the Bears in that one. I'm taking Browns over Lions, Niners over Jags, which is actually an upset that the watch football team kind of needs. You need to be Jacksonville fans this weekend, guys. Cheer for the Jags to beat the Niners if you possibly can. I'm taking Chiefs over Cowboys. Uh, I don't think the Chiefs are all the way back, but I think they're better than what we saw earlier in the season. So I'm taking them over the Cowboys. I am actually going to take Eagles over the Saints. I'm also going to, for this for this exercise, let's go Washington football team over the Pat Panthers. I'm going to take Packers over Vikings. Seahawks over the Cardinals. Don't know what's happening with Kyler Murray right now. Don't think DeAndre Hopkins is going to be back. I'm, so I'm going to go Seahawks there. I'm taking Bucks over Giants. If all that stuff happens, and I know you guys have some, some disagreements with me in those game picks, and that's, that's perfectly fine, head over to playoffpredictors.com or another simulator if you know one and figure it out, you know, pick your own games, kind of see how this lays out. But right there, the Washington football team, if all that happens, they're the 10th seed. So they move up two spots just in that one week. And then if we take that, we move to week 12 Uh, real quick. I'm going to go through these AFC games are really, again, not going to be hugely impactful, Uh, but just for the sake of argument, we'll go ahead and pick them. Uh, Jets and Texans. I don't know. Who do you guys say? I'll go Jets. Uh, maybe maybe Zach Wilson will be back. I don't know. Uh, Broncos, Chargers. I'll take Broncos. I'll take uh, – let's go Ravens over the Browns. I think they've had enough losing for right now. Raiders and Cowboys. That's going to be a very interesting, interesting situation. I'm going to take the Cowboys just because that's like worst case scenario. Right? So let's talk worst case here. I think the Bills will beat the Saints. Bucks are going to beat the Colts. Panthers and Dolphins. That's going to be an interesting one. I like what they're doing on defense. Let's take the Dolphins in that one. Falcons over the Jags. Bears over the Lions, Eagles, Giants. Who you got in that one, guys? I'm going to go Eagles uh, in that matchup, Niners and Vikings. I'm going to go Vikings, Rams, and Packers. Let's take the Rams. And then let's say Ryan is correct and the Washington football team beats the Seattle Seahawks. If those two weeks happen, guys, after week 12, your Washington football team are the seventh seed in the National Football Conference. Next caller.
3: Hey, guys. It's Amir from Phoenix. Uh, I just got done listening to your Thursday morning podcast Um, I believe the crossover one. And, you know, I just had a few things to say after listening to that. Um, one being that not just you guys, but even a few other, you know, Washington football team podcasts that I listen to, I think people are making too big of a deal of, uh, Cam Newton, you know, being the starting quarterback. And, uh, I feel like a little too scared. Um, and mentioning the touch, two touchdowns and 22 yards that he got against the Cardinals. So where I want to start is. First of all, he was only in a red zone package, and we all know Cam's great at that. In the beginning of his career, middle, even in New England, he's always been great in the red zone. But in the last three to four years, two to three years, one could argue that his, his arm is nowhere near where it used to be. I mean, he was never the most accurate quarterback, but now if you watch any tape of him in New England, anytime he threw the ball, Right at the shins of his, he throws it right at the shins of his receivers, right at the knees, right on the ground, can't throw over 10 yards, you know, very inaccurate, kind of a noodle arm, and that's what, you know, the media has labeled him. So, for, to listen to, you know, this, this Panther beat reporter, you know, he made some good points, but to, to kind of gas him up, so to speak, and, um, you know, make it seem as if we're facing the Cam Newton from 2015, I think is a little bit of a stretch. Um, yes, Carolina's a great defense. Yes, they're you know, a great, great running back. But their O-line is awful. Cam is not as mobile as he used to be. Um, so if we can get any pressure, I think they're going to fold.
0: Amir, appreciate the call. And, uh, yeah, listen, this is, this is something that's kind of bound to happen, right? Cam Newton is going to be part of the storyline, part of the narrative. And so, obviously, people are going to try to find a way to incorporate Cam into what's going to happen on the field. Because the truth of the matter is Cam Newton is going to be a big part of what happens on the field. But if you look at the Locked On Now podcast or Locked On Today podcast, which dropped today on Friday, uh, they don't include all of them. So I can't promise you that mine was included. But my key to the Locked On Washington football team winning this game has nothing to do with Cam Newton, has everything to do with Taylor Heineke. We're going to get into that in segment three of today's episode. So I agree with you. While Cam is a sexy storyline. The personality obviously has always kind of been, you know, attractive to, especially for media stories and all that stuff. I agree that I don't think his play is going to have as big an impact on this game as the Washington football team's defensive play is going to be, especially against a guy like Christian McCaffrey and how the Taylor Heineke led offense attacks the Carolina Panthers defense. That being said, the most dangerous time to face a quarterback is in the first couple of weeks that he's back on on the field with a new team or a new scheme or a new system. And there's a little bit of a give and take here, right? Uh, Jack Del Rio was talking to the media on Thursday and said, there's no way that Cam Newton has learned their entire offense in two weeks. That is absolutely correct. However, there's also basically no way they're asking Cam Newton to operate the same offense that Sam Darnold was operating or anybody else. So you're going to see tendencies. You're going to see looks. You're going to see formations and plays on Sunday – That Jack Del Rio hasn't seen yet, that the defense hasn't seen yet, looks that the defense hasn't been able to practice against, that is kind of what makes things dangerous because the NFL has already set up for the offense to be successful, right, which is with rules and what you can and can't do and contact and all that other stuff and then protection of the quarterback. So now you have that advantage. Now you have the advantage of your Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers' offense of we know what we're about to do you don't know what we're about to do. So that gives us a little bit. So even if he's limited, even if let's say he knows 20% of the playbook and, and all that, that's 20% of the playbook that he knows that you don't know and new wrinkles that they've added for him that you are not prepared for other than just generally knowing what Cam Newton is. But Amir to your point. Yeah. Cam Newton has never been the most accurate passer. And truth be told, the way to beat a Cam Newton team has always been and always will be as long as he's playing in the NFL, force him to throw the ball you want Cam Newton trying to beat you with his arm because in his best season, outside of this season, obviously, so far, he's a 67.9% completion percentage. You want 70% from your, like, that's like the target, right? The dream, whatever, the the mark. You want 70%, 67.9% not setting the world on fire. Cam Newton has one season in his career where he's thrown for over 4,000 yards, and that was his rookie season in 2011. His, his MVP season, it wasn't even so much his throwing, Uh, He completed fewer than 60% of his passes. He only threw for 3,800 yards. It was the rushing Cam Newton alone in 2015 accounted for 636 rushing yards for the Carolina Panthers. Now what a lot of people don't, don't really think about that because they didn't have a thousand yard rusher. Jonathan Stewart was the closest they had. He had like 900 something yards, but the team, the Carolina Panthers team in 2015 rushed for over 2,200 yards. And they had the sixth best defense in scoring defense in the National Football League. That's why they were so good. That's why they went to the Super Bowl. And when you saw the Carolina Panthers offense get punched in the mouth and they were forced to rely on Cam Newton to lead them as a quarterback, it didn't happen. And that's the reason why. So that's it's that's the same that's the same way to beat this team this year. Here's the problem with uh with what we're facing though. You're facing the Carolina Panthers defense sixth in scoring the year the Panthers went to the Super Bowl. With Cam Newton, guess what? They're sixth in scoring defense this year as well. That is going to be your biggest problem. So if you're if you're looking for Cam Newton to be the catalyst for why the Carolina Panthers potentially win, yes, you're making too much of it. Not necessarily you as a fan, but any listener out there any show out there. But you know what we're not making too much out of? Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. All the good food, all the treats, plenty of it, yummy desserts, all that stuff. But you know what? If you don't want all the calories that come with the sugar in the desserts, And you want to be better about what you eat after you eat the meal that's a perfect time to break into a box a box of built bars because built bar is a new holiday dessert you can feast on something delicious and feel good about it guys one slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories just in the pie itself that's before toppings okay and that's on the low end even most built bars only 130 calories and only four grams of sugar with plenty of protein so replace the coconut cream pie with a coconut built bar low calorie low carb low fat high protein and covered in 100% real chocolate. Built is a great option for when you're hungry. And if Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, go grab yourself a built bar or two. Share some at your family gatherings. It'll make things a little bit less awkward. Maybe Beth hasn't tried built bars yet. Introduce her to her favorite protein bar that she never knew she loved. And of course, there are new surprises coming all month at built.com. Limited time flavors arriving every so often. So make sure you check the website regularly. There's nothing like Built Bar Black Friday as well. So mark your calendar because Black Friday is going to be huge. At built.com with all sorts of surprises. When you're at built.com, use a promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, that's LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. And while you're chewing on that built bar, head over to betonline.ag with a new web interface for the start of the basketball season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. Betonline.ag remains your number one spot for all your basketball and football action this season. Head to the new updated desktop site or a mobile site. Sign up today and get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKED ON. Whether you're looking for basketball, football, hockey, boxing, UFC, write down your favorite Vegas casino games. Take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2021. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Wrapping up today's episode of Locked on Washington Football Team Podcast, David Harrison going solo, my partner Chris Russell off for today's episode. You can find him on Twitter at wrestlemania 621 I am at harrison 82 The show is at Locked WFT Pod. Let's hit one more voicemail before we get to our final projections and predictions for Week 11 Washington football team at the Carolina Panthers.
4: What up, what up, y'all? Came on here. All right. Let's give the prediction. Whew. I, I know this game is going to be kind of tough. Uh... I don't see Cam. Maybe when he's in the red zone, yeah, he's going to be a beast. But mm, between the 20s, eh, I could see us rattling him some. Uh, I'm going to give us the slight edge. And I am going to say that the score is going to be, I could see, 27. Seven twenty-one, Washington. Uh, the person that I think is gonna have a really big game, who's gonna play a really big part, is uh, JD McKissick. I, I see him really doing that, uh, McCaffrey role in this game. Uh, I think that, uh, Gibson might be a little, uh, limited because of the shins. And uh, they're going to be on a passing game big. We're going to get some passes out or whatever, but I, I, I think McKissick is going to have a really big, uh, big game this week. Uh, let me know what y'all think. Holla.
0: All right, Camion, the predictor himself, the only person bold enough to come on this show last week and predict that the Washington football team would upset the Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers doing it again, predicting another upset over the Carolina Panthers. This time predicting Washington to win 27 to 21 and JD McKissick, who I looked at as being a huge catalyst for last week's game and potential upset. Didn't have quite the game that I expected them to. They use Antonio Gibson a lot more in their team game than I really kind of expected, but I love the call and it kind of speaks to the key to the game for me, but real quick, even though he's not here, Chris did send me his predictions and his takes, and his key to the game for the Watch football team is to generate turnovers and have solid tackling. And I like that because Cam Newton, again, he's, he's, he's coming back, yes, but he's going to get his first start expected. He's going to play pretty much every snap is what we're expecting, but he's going to be rusty. He's getting to know these receivers a little bit. He's getting to know uh, at least some of the receivers. Not all the receivers, but he's getting to know some of the receivers. He's getting to know the offense, the coaches, the play style. There are going to be opportunities, whether it be holding the ball too long, trying to read the field for a strip sack, or whether it be an errant throw, or a tip pass for an interception. There are going to be chances. Washington's defense has to be ready to take advantage of those opportunities. And then tackling, of course, that's going to be huge. If he takes the dump off or if he runs out of the pocket, you got to bring him down as soon as possible. My key to the game, Taylor Heineke playing better against Carolina than he did against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's right, and that's what I said. Look, Taylor Heineke played an incredibly intelligent game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, but let's be honest here, the Carolina Panthers defense right now is head and shoulders above the Buccaneers defense. Second in total defense, 12th in rushing defense, first in pass defense, 6th in points scored against, 4th and 3rd down conversion rates, 3rd and 4th down conversion rates. The only place where the Carolina Panthers defense really looks to struggle, in the red zone. 30th in the league, 73.91% of trips to the red zone turn into favor for the opposing offense against the Carolina Panthers. Taylor Heineke has got to be smart. Take what you can get. Get the big play. Skill position players, catch the ball. Bring it in. Break a tackle if you can, but catch the ball. Make sure you have security of it. Convert on third down. Scott Turner praised his quarterback a lot on Thursday for being smart, especially on early downs and even more so on third downs. Going back to that fourth down conversion, took a check down to J.D. McKissick, let our guy do some things to turn into a fourth and short fourth and manageable. They get the fourth down conversion, a big, big moment in what ended up being an upset win for the Washington football team. And then my player of the game kind of going to play into that. If by some miracle, Ricky seals Jones can play, then it's going to be Ricky seals Jones. But realities it's going to be John Bates, the tight end, the rookie tight end, Taylor Heineke needs to be able to rely on his outlets, his safety net, right? And usually those guys are your tight ends and your running backs coming out in the passing game. This Carolina Panthers defense is going to be looking to get pressure on Taylor with Brian Burns. Throw it where the blitz comes from. That's where they're vacating. Take advantage of that space. John Bates is going to be the guy. If I'm the the Carolina Panthers defense, I don't want Terry McLaurin to beat us. I don't want uh, Antonio Gibson to beat us. I don't even want J.D. McKissick to beat us. You know who I'm okay with giving the opportunity to beat us? Rookie tight end John Bates. Make sure you come through for your team. Chris's player of the game, Christian McCaffrey, and it's hard to really blame him. Super talented running back, pride of Castle Rock, Colorado, actually where I call my hometown. So Christian McCaffrey is more than Cam Newton. Cam Newton's a storyline. Christian McCaffrey is going to have a huge impact on whether or not the Carolina Panthers offense can put enough pressure on the Washington football team offense by making them play keep up or or, uh, playing from ahead or playing from behind. So, stopping Christian McCaffrey is going to be huge for this Washington football team defense. And bold prediction time Chris predicts uh, that Taylor Heineke is getting sacked. And he's not getting sacked a couple times, he's getting sacked six times, guys. So, every listener to this program hoping that Chris is taking an L on that bold prediction. My bold prediction is going to be that the replacement defensive ends, it's going to be a group effort. I think Shakatone is going to get in there, Casey Two Hill, obviously, James Smith Williams, guys like that. The replacement defensive ends, all of them combined are going to get two sacks on Cam Newton this Sunday. And then score predictions again. camion predicting 27-21. Being bold with the Washington upset once again. Washington are three and a half points underdogs. I'm taking the Carolina Panthers, guys, 21-17. to Chris Russell taking the Carolina Panthers, 27-17. to That defense is, whew, they are real, ladies and gentlemen. If Taylor Heineke can do what he did last week, this week... Then they got a chance. They got a chance to pull this off two weeks in a row. I don't until we see it until we start seeing the more consistent play out of Taylor. It's not good enough to get one game. You got to get it again. I wrote that very, that very topic for SI.com. I mean it. And until he shows it to us, I'm going to be a little hesitant on giving him the benefit of the doubt on there. Too many times we've seen him come through with some good drives, some good plays, some good games, and then follow it up with less than adequate play. Hopefully we have the same. Look, last week we both picked Washington to lose. Camion picked him to win on the show. And what happened? So let's let's rework that mojo a little bit. Ryan, Amir, Camion, everybody that we couldn't get on the air, greatly appreciate you guys calling in, letting us know what you think. We thank you for making the Locked on Washington football team podcast your first listen every day. For your second listen, check out Locked on Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling for all the betting information you need. If you've got reactions to this weekend's game, Washington football team against Carolina Panthers – Send them in to lockwftpod at gmail.com. Hit any of us up on Twitter. Hit us in the DMs. I'm at D Harrison82 at WrestleMania621 for Chris at lockedwftpod for the show. Or call in 301 615 3577 and leave your thoughts in the voicemail line. Try to keep it around 90 seconds. Guys, that's going to do it today for the Washington Football Team podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Free and available on all platforms. David Harrison, watch football team, writer for SI.com's Fan Nation. Chris Russell, off for this episode, but he's the he's co-host. Russell and Medhurst show on the Team 980 with Pete Medhurst. We will be back after the game. Thank you. If you're out and about, please be safe and kind to one another Thank you for joining me right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast.